Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McManaman. This week, Sean and I are discussing an all-important topic of safety. So, with that, let's start the show. So, Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How Good. Are on your end? Doing well. I thought uh, today that we could uh, discuss a topic that is important to everybody, but in my opinion uh, is not necessarily as well respected that it's important enough, and that is the topic of uh, safety. So I think everybody believes that safety is very important. It should be you know number one on your list. But do we truly um, live by that by that motto, especially in manufacturing environments like uh, you and I are in? Yeah, I agree. Less um, safety is something that people talk about, and they talk about acting safe. But when it comes down to it, you see a lot of people acting unsafely because of many reasons. Oh, yes. I've done this a thousand times before or I'm good at it or I don't mind standing on the top rung of a ladder because I've got great balance. Exactly. So, you know what? Those are things and I think in my notes today um, I, I wrote one thing here that it's it's not cool to do things on the edge. And admittedly I'm, I'm a reformed I'm a reformed and uh, let's see dangerous person. I've done things that I don't even want to talk about here that were not safe and just to think about it, if putting up Christmas lights, I rolled off the roof because I wasn't safe the way I did things, um, you know, my family would have been affected, costs would have been affected, wouldn't have been able to go to work, you know, so... Uh, so I think you're it's, right. It's not smart. I think you're right that, you know, that we, we all have in the past done things that are, that are um, unsafe, that, uh, you know, we really don't think about, especially in our younger years. I think the difference that we need to realize is that uh, when you're working in a business, you're on somebody else's dime. And I think that that's important for people to understand that it's no longer just about you anymore. There's a lot of other people that are affected if something happens to you because of you not being safe. You know, if you're out of work, then somebody else has got to take over your responsibilities. The company takes on huge liability issues. Um, there's, there's lots of ramifications to that. So one of the things I was wanting to, uh, wanting to point out, uh, as we get deeper into this, uh, I was reading through a, a, a short article today and it, it talks about for, for 2014 in the United States, there was a recorded 2.8 million non-fatal occupational injuries Okay, 2.8 million. That's huge, just in the United States, with 4,600 of those being fatal. So 4,000 fatal activities that all focused around some sort of safety issues. And then it ends by saying that uh, this human cost it, it reached $170 billion that year. I mean, so... That's mind-boggling to me that um, it affects uh, businesses that much, and that's you know that's really what we're focused on here. You know, you know how you put up your Christmas lights—that's <laughs> between you and your wife, <laughs> which is well, which is important. But 
uh, from a business standpoint, it's really important. Well, what I what I would like to uh, say is that the culture that gets driven in your business, you end up taking home. Yes. So, so the the understanding of safety and the understanding of you know coming coming to work in one piece and going home in one piece, whether you are in a business environment, um, in an office, or in a, in a plant environment, there are dangers. There's still dangers if you don't pay attention, if you don't prepare your work area. There's there's uh, skills that, that need to be learned in either case, whether, like I said, in an office or in, in a factory that allow you to go home at night. And, then, and the thing is, when you do go home, you understand that, you know what, I don't do these, I don't do these dangerous things at work. I shouldn't do them at home. So it does it does encompass your whole life. Safety becomes a way of life rather than just a task that you do. Well, and I would agree in the fact that if you practice safety at home or at work, it most likely translates the other direction. So if you're practicing safety at home, you're probably better off, you know, in the work environment practicing safety too. So I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the so, things... So I think... Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but um, I, I will say, though, that safety, it has to be driven by the leadership in an organization. Agreed. It's, you know, you're going to get, the, you're gonna get the, the person that wants to and understands safety, but if, if the culture isn't there and the, the uh, importance on safety isn't driven by management leadership, then it's going to be a lot harder to, to um, have that spread throughout an organization. I, I would agree. I would agree. One of the things that you uh, you brought up in your notes was that, uh, um, and I think that this one is is a comment that a lot of people would debate with you. In fact, at one point in my business career, I probably would have debated with you on this one on myself. But that all accidents are preventable, and and I, I think about that, and I think how. Um, difficult that sounds because it almost is that um walking on water mentality that that you can get to a point where you uh can reach a level of zero consistently but i think over over the years and over um the process of understanding how things can be prevented i actually have kind of swayed to to say that i i believe you're right that with the right Mentality, the right examples, the right um, focus. I think I think that accidents are preventable and and can be prevented to pretty much zero if everyone is trained and focused on the on the same thing. Right, and, and it, it did take me a little while to come to that that understanding as well. Now I didn't come up with that. My no. pick of the week is what taught me that. And we'll get to that pick of the week later. But you bet. Uh, you know, some of the things that, that will allow you to get to zero accidents, there are skills that you have to be trained on and, and have in your mind, like, like your own body position when you're doing something. Yeah. You know, people say, you know, bend it, bend at the knees, don't bend at the waist. Well, you know what? It's true. I don't care how old you are. If you lift up something and you were bent, the wrong way, you will hurt yourself, and you can be in pain and, and bullied for a long time afterwards. You know how, how your equipment is used, um, and, and, and unfortunately, we have examples um, from a company that we both worked at in the past where a guy was trained and, and he bypassed the safety um, 
provision of a of a chop saw. He moved the guard out of the way. Wouldn't you know, his thumb was against the, the piece of wood, and he chopped the top of his thumb off. Yep. Now, is that accident preventable? Yes, it is. Is it preventable by the company? Well, we trained him. Okay? Stopping people from bypassing safety um, measures is is uh, is a big problem. So that that more training has to happen. So that that so no doubt that that uh, could be prevented in the next time. So your comment about um, uh, leadership driving uh, safety. One of the things that this um, this article that I read, which this article is going to be my pick of the week, by the way, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. it, it states is that one of their findings was that many of the managers believe that accidents are just a cost cost of doing business. What a terrible, terrible uh, way of, of thinking about safety, that it's just something they deal with and then they, they manage as, they, as it happens. So in other words, there's no uh, preventive work done. So if, the, if on one hand they're saying, oh yeah, we believe in safety and safety is important, but yet on the other hand they're making comments like uh, it's just a cost of, of being a manufacturing environment or a, or a, a, a high-risk environment, you know, like if you're working in a smelting plant where, you know, obviously it's very dangerous, you know, they just accept that, oh, we are going to, you know, lose an arm once a, once a year or something. You know, that is a terrible way of thinking. But yet these guys that uh, did, this, uh, did this study found that there is a lot of companies out there that are still thinking that way. So, you know, that's, that's, that's uh, very unfortunate, very unfortunate. So, well, then if, uh, if this, if this podcast can do any good at all, if whoever listens to this podcast works for a company that thinks that way, yeah, they really need to, they really need to step up yep. because that is not the way it should be. No, because, so why are we even talking about safety? I mean, what, what, I, I, I believe I know the answer to this, but the 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 reason that safety isn't so important is is why the well, people first of all it's the people and we we continue to say through our podcasts here that it's the people that do the work yep right it's not the process it's not the tools it's the people that do the work and and investing in the people not only in training on how to do their job but investing in their well being um, you know outside of healthcare and wellness programs and things like that the, the main wellness program is that that you provide a, a work environment that allows that person to work safely. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's also, there's, there's collateral benefits to working safely. We talk about, um, insurance that the company pays, you know, not only health insurance, but, uh, disability insurance, uh, premiums for, for other coverages that the, depending upon what the business is, um, the, the premiums would be lower if you have a lower accident rate. Um, first of all, it's against the law in the United States. You have OSHA. For, you have OSHA that that looks out for the safety of workers. And um, you know, if you run into an OSHA inspector and they find things that are unsafe, you will be paying fines. Yep. If not, get shut down. So there's there's many there's many collateral reasons other than the well-being of your employee, and most of them are cost-wise, cost-generated, but. Um, yeah, there is a there is a cost to being unsafe. Well, and what employee would want to come into an environment and work in a, in an area where they feel like their you know safety is at risk? I mean, that's that's a pretty tough situation. Yes, and, and you know what? I, I like you know, personal accountability. 
in all areas. And I know it's easy for me to say, sitting here in this shop, um, that if, if you know I was asked to do something that was unsafe, I could say, no, I'm not going to do it. But, you know, that's, that's, that's something that really has to be done. And, and luckily, the legal system would back you up on that if, you know, you make sure you have your, your ducks in a row. But nobody should really be doing anything that can't be done more safely. And if you've got ideas to make it safer, whatever the activity is, you definitely need to bring them up and bring them up to a, a leader that would understand and be able to implement some kind of change. So, so one of the things that this um, this article uh, commented uh, on as a reason to why safety keeps getting pushed downward, um, they said that almost all their managers claim that they are committed to safety. So they all, when they were interviewed, said you know, hey, safety is number one, it's very important to us. But they said that the real issue um, is that safety ranks among a, a, a plethora of priorities um, so that if the system is sometimes tweaked uh, for getting work done, safety is clearly a priority only when it does not affect production. <laughs> so, yeah. So if production becomes an issue, safety is one of those things that is uh, – they use the word tweaked, not necessarily pushed aside, but it's, you know, tweaked in that maybe this person doesn't have to use a harness when they're above, you know, six or eight feet, uh, only because we got to get it done quickly for this job. So they give some examples, uh, examples like that through this article. And, and I have been in environments where that, uh, where that has happened. So, I mean, you know, it is definitely a true statement. It's very short-sighted. I'll begin by saying it's a short-sighted statement. Yeah. The the reason that there are cliches like haste makes, makes waste are out there is because people have realized that when you want to do something quickly for for the, the production and something bad happens, and in, in, in the case of this topic, you know, something happens to the person that's doing the job, well, now you have to get somebody else or there's, there's going to be a delay. So in your haste, you will not only hurt somebody potentially, but you won't get the product out when you need to anyway. So, so taking five minutes to prevent a risk from happening, and I say five minutes. Who knows what the, what the, the time frame is to put on a harness and, and put in a safety wire? Um, taking that time in the long run over many jobs will be faster and safer and less costly for your company than skipping the process. I guarantee it. Yep, I, I would agree with you. I, th- I think that um, in a lot of cases, or in any cases, there's there's no excuse for it. Um, you, well, what, do you, what, is it, what does it say about that, that employee? If, if, you know, you've got all the time in the world I put on a harness, and now the manager goes to the employee and says, you know, we don't have enough time, don't put the harness on. What, is, what do you think that employee thinks? Well, now my safety isn't as important as something else. What what value really am I here? Or why wear the harness at all and don't worry about it? You yeah, know? right. When you've got plenty of time. When you've got plenty of time, the then they don't even wear it. Right. The harness is uh, is a hassle to put on. So why should I put it on? I didn't need to put it on in that last instance. Exactly. So so part of this is I, I believe uh, uh, about discipline, making sure that you've got disciplined processes that that you adhere to um, that are not just um, what this article calls ad hoc hocracy 
you know, hypocrisy, but ad hoc. <laughs> um, so in other words, bending the rules because we're too busy, you know, making sure that you've got discipline at all aspects of your organization to make sure that those things are adhered to. You know, you listed out some, um, some uh, safety skills and you mentioned one of them already is uh, making sure that uh, your own body, making sure you're aware of your body position at all times. Uh, another one you've got listed here, uh, the ABBI, if I remember correctly what that stands for, above, uh, above, below, behind, and in front. Is that correct? Inside. 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 You know, so. When you're, when you're doing something, you're walking into a workspa- workstation or workspace, you should understand what is above you, what's, what's behind the area that you're working on, what's below it, or, or inside if you're working on some box of... Uh, or, you know, a vessel, say there's a vessel, you know, what, what's inside of it so that you understand, one, how heavy it is, if you have to lift it, do you need a crane, or can you lift it with it by hand, you know, there's, is it hot, you know, there's, there's um, an understanding of, uh, you know, I'm going to put, I'm going to pick this up, do I need to put on gloves, so what kind of PPE should I have, right. all these things, all these things should be part of your thought process as you walk into an area, especially and we always we always gravitate towards a factory or a plant environment. So, especially in a plant environment, as you walk into an area, you should be thinking of these things. Because what do we talk about? And, and it's this is in this is in line with everything that we've that we've always talked about: planning and process and efficiency. Yep. Right. So, so those th- three things: man versus business. We're talking about business. We're talking about producing product. The company earning money, employees earning money, and the the, the company being long lasting with with a good product that it puts out. So so all of these things that we talk about in planning and processes are the same thing when it comes to the process of safety. There are benefits to having a process and and putting it up as a high priority. Let's be very clear though that uh, talking about safety in a manufacturing environment. You understand why you're having that discussion because somebody can get hurt. But let's by no means forget that any business environment, um, people need to be aware of their surroundings, which is you know safety issues. So if you're if you're working at a um, I don't know a clothing store and you're you've got to get some shoes off of a high high shelf, climbing up those shelves to get that box. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. Uh, a pizza delivery man delivering a pizza to you know a house. They need to be looking around them, and so they they don't get snuck up from behind and get mm-hmm. robbed. Be aware of your surroundings. I teach my I teach my kids when they get in their car in a parking lot. Check the back. Look in the back seat real quick. Check to see uh, if there's anybody out in the parking lot that's just wandering around. You know, so so safety and observation should be just a part of your DNA, and, right. and not not to the extent of paranoia. No, you know, no, I agree. You, should, you shouldn't you shouldn't be paranoid, but you should understand. And, and it goes back to planning. You are planning for the next five minutes. You're planning for the next hour. Whatever whatever you're doing, you're planning. And and, and safety. Your safety and the safety of those around you should be part of that planning process. Yep, I would agree. So part of that is 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 prevention. Uh, so going back to the manufacturing discussion, 
making sure that as an organization we're preventing things from happening, not waiting till they happen. The best scenario is prevent them before they happen. So you, you brought up earlier the guard on the grinding wheel. You know, somebody should be going around and making sure that that um, uh, grinding wheel is is taken care of, that, that there are no grinding wheels. So you do have to have, uh, remember you've talked about in the past, um, leadership in the room to make sure that uh, uh, somebody is thinking about all these things because not everybody automatically thinks of those things. But at some point, um, you know, all of those things have to be looked at, observed, and addressed. So prevention is very important to uh, uh, building a good, strong, safe environment. And then the last one they had listed on here was participation. You need everybody participating, in a, in a, especially in a manufacturing environment. You need all the workers engaged in helping to create a safe environment. Absolutely. Um, I was, that's where I was going to go. And, and back to the comment that I made earlier about personal accountability. So if you are working on a tool, if you're using a tool in your, in your work, to me, the company should be training people to take care of the tools that they are using. If, right. if you're a big enough company that, you know, a grinder, if your grinder doesn't work, you can send it to a repair shop all well and good, but then you get a good one handed back to you. That's fine. But either way, if you get a grinder or some tool handed to you, you should check it to make sure that it, that it will work. It, you expect it to work safely. It's got the guard on it. There's no frayed wires. You know, there's, there's um, a level of, a level of personal responsibility that I'm not going to use something that could hurt me. Right. So, so that, that, that really is up to you. So I think that covers a couple of things, accountability and, and getting people involved. Um, so that, that only gets ingrained in somebody when they're trained. Um, if, if necessary, um, supported financially by being safe. Sure. I mean, you shouldn't, you shouldn't really have to pay people to be safe. You, you pay people for the job they do. Everybody should want to go home in one piece at the end of the day. So in my opinion, you know, paying people, rewarding them for, for being safe is, is kind of the wrong stimuli, in my opinion. Yes. I think you should celebrate. I think you should celebrate the organization's safety record that because it is, it is a process that everybody's involved in. You can be the safest person in the world, but if, if somebody else isn't thinking, if somebody else isn't trained – and they run a crane with an I-beam down the middle of the, the um, shop without making any kind of um, safety provisions, and they hit you with they hit you with whatever they're carrying that I-beam. You were safe, but you know what? You got hurt. Yeah. So, so you need to celebrate the culture of safety and have everybody involved. And the answer to getting hit with the I-beam can't be, oh well, it was just an accident. Oh, yeah. 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 Not at all. That's, that's, Not at all. Because this goes back to our belief, which did take some time to, be, to, uh, to develop, but that all accidents are preventable. They really are. You know, you're, you're, just, you're not thinking deep enough. You're not trying hard enough if you don't, if you don't believe that. Right. So. And, and you know what, if something happens, you know, anybody can think of examples. Well, if an earthquake happens and the building falls on you, well, then you know what, that's not, that's, that's unfortunate, 
but it's not an accident. Yeah. <laughs> the earth the earth moved, nobody's stopping that. Yeah. Okay? That's so, that's mother nature. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Can you do things to help you like build the buildings differently? They do that in California. Sure. You know, should you always wear a hard hat? I mean that's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so Sean and I just really wanted we felt like we had uh gone deeply into um, quite a few topics uh, in our in our podcasts, and and felt that uh, safety was one of those areas that we wanted to touch on, and 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 we both believe it's very important, and it's something that I think that everybody can constantly work on and improve in. So we wanted to touch base on this. So why don't we go ahead and um, uh, do our picks of the week, and uh, go ahead and start with you, Sean. All right, thanks, Les. And I've been talking about it, and some of the skills, some of the things that I that I mentioned here were from the DuPont STOP Safety Program, and the STOP is an acronym for Safety Training Observation Program. I, I highly recommend it. Um, I don't know how expensive it is for an organization to, to uh, buy that program. Uh, the way we did it at our last organization was um, from the top down that we were able to to buy buy the manager level books and then the books that uh, then taught all the way down through the um, organizational echelons. So uh, that and I like that it was um, self taught because then the people that that led the program understood it well enough to teach it to the next level of people and so it, it really did feed the culture of being safe. Uh, I highly I highly recommend it and it's uh, it's. Pretty easy to follow. So my pick of the week is a short read um, uh, on a book called "Getting Workplace Safety Right," and it came out in 2016. So it's a it's a new book. Um, it's written by uh, Mark Pagel, Anthony uh, Vitel, and David Johnston, and they go through some uh, some good basic information on on workplace safety uh, and why it's important. Uh, and uh, the the very important part would be the prevention side of it. They really touch on the prevention side of it very well and very clearly, and and I liked that. So that's that's a a good read. So uh, so this was our episode on safety, and uh, we'll go ahead and end it right here, Sean. Uh, you have a good week, and hopefully everyone else will have a good safe week. Stay safe. Stay safe. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man vs. Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week. Thank you.